happened at the last toilet show. I told you to avoid his neck breaker. I mean, like, look, I, A, I was in a emotionally compromised position you are, yeah. after finding out what happened to my tag partner. B, he, he gouged my eyes. He did. I literally, I physically could not see it coming. I was in an emotionally compromised position as well because I, I'm normally quite biased and sort of level on, no, or sorry, unbiased and, and sort of, and call it down the middle in commentary, but I couldn't do it for, for that much because I hate Taylor Bite and I love you. Mm-hmm. So it was very sad to um, see him cheat to win, but I mean, I'm not surprised. That is his tactic. Cheat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, he, he is the tactician and he's got one tactic, and that is just take the piss, essentially. Basically. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, uh, but, but yeah. Almost enough, you're still the tag champion. Still the tag champion. That's still, the most important thing. Still retained the tag championship after the. Uh, well, handicap match yeah, that good, happened. It was a good to, pun that from uh, from good old Marcus Hunter. Yeah, he was uh, he was really proud of himself, and uh, I like the fact that it completely backfired yeah. on him. As I, well. I like that he didn't account for you knowing all the subsections of rules of SCW. Well, I mean, like he like, he picked the tabletop gamer, yeah. the person who collects rule books yeah. as a hobby, and he thought that I wasn't going to look through our own rule books to find a way to circumvent. His shenanigans? Nah. Well yeah. good, sir. Well done. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Randy, for mm-hmm. helping Duke out. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Randy. Justice was, was served. Yeah, really, uh, really uh, happy with the results there. I'm, yeah. I'm more just happy with uh, the fact that Rand, uh, well, not Randy, uh, Marcus uh, kind of got what was coming to him a little bit, you yeah. know? He likes to think that he's so much smarter than everyone else, but uh, yeah, we can always prove him wrong. Speaking about Marcus Hunter changing or trying to change the rules to stack the deck against people he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Our guest today was uh, another man who overcame that. Yeah, he oh. is. I mean, like, before we even speak to the guest, we should actually first of all say welcome to the FCW podcast. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've kind of just been, we kind of just went straight into the talking. Well, they bit. clicked on it. They know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is our one-stop shop for everything Fair City Wrestling. Uh, we are going to be going over the card for the Ardler Complex or Ardler Mania, Yes. But before we do any of that, we have a special surprise for everyone because this episode, we don't just have one guest, nope. we have two. Yep. With us today in the studio, we have the new heavyweight champion of Fair City Wrestling, Ian Ambrose. Hello, Fair City Wrestling Universe. And uh, with Ian, uh, don't know how this is going to go, but we also He he doesn't need an introduction. He really doesn't need an introduction, but we do have his manager, Scully. Scully, how are you doing? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Do I I have to speak yet? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Hello there, it's me, Scully. Um... I was wondering before we get started if one of you could help me open my Ribena, please. Oh yeah, I'll do that for you. Thank you. Yeah. Get the Polish guy to open your Ribenas. Uh, I see what it's, I see what it's about. Uh, do, you, do you need a straw there? Um, do, do you sell ice poles? <laughs> Only in winter. Oh, I like ice poles. <laughs> Red kind. So I... Uh... <laughs> Yellow kind. <laughs> Man, blue one's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I am kind Reminds of... Reminds me of death. <laughs> Why does blue remind you of death, Scully? Have you ever seen that film, uh, the, the Shimmering or something, and, and the guy at the end, he's in the ice, and he's all blue, he's like... Ugh. 
Okay. Yeah. No. I. I. I think I. I think I've seen that one. Is that the one with? Was, was that Jack Nichols? I think so. That Jack Nichols, Nichols, the golfer. Yeah. yeah it's definitely him. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's all blue at the end and the ice. Yeah. yeah. Just, just as I remember Jack Nichols. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> That's not an ice pole you would like to suck. <laughs> nope, not at all, Sky. So, before we get into the meat of the card for Ardlomania, we are going to ask both of our guests the five questions of doom. Now, what is the Wi-Fi password for this place? Uh, I'll get you in the interval, Scully. Don't worry. Yeah, well, uh, well, we'll take a little break. Uh, we'll get the we'll get talk. You can you can surf on Facebook or. I didn't bring any snacks from a break. I'll feed you, Scully. Don't yeah. worry. We, we, Snacks. We are, we are nothing but gracious hosts. Yeah. You know, we are, we try we try our best. We had to get a lot of food in when Spike was here. Oh yeah, like, so. I mean, he, t- he took a lot of his own as well. It was like I I I was kind of surprised to see at least five kebabs there. And Do you only... have any Monster Munch? No, I've got um, some quavers. I think I like pickled onion Monster Munch. Oh, I'm a I'm a roast beef man. That was on my retainer. You had a retainer? Yeah. Did you eat them all, guys? I'm not very happy about this. Okay, um, I uh, I may have had a packet of Monster Munch before we came up. I'm not going to lie. It was it was just there. It was very tantalizing. I do apologize, Scully. I didn't realize they were for you because I didn't realize you that we son had... son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't realize that we had retainers on this podcast. Um, I, we haven't really offered riders before uh, other than, you know, we get some food in for the guests. I bet Billy wouldn't eat my Monster Munch. I mean, what is Billy Strachan's favorite flavor? Of what What is Billy Strachan's favorite flavor of crisps? We might have to. Apparently, he's going to be at Ardlomania. So oh we yeah, can ask him I think once Patrick Petersky and Duke Cannon on the show. Oh. So maybe we'll find out. Billy, bring back my Peppa Pig DVDs when you're there. Otherwise, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> so, so before we, <laughs> before we descend into any more chaos, uh, let's explain the five questions of doom. We ask each of our guests uh, five quick fire interview questions to get to know them a little bit better. A background, uh, just background. a little bit of background, yeah, a, a little bit of um, a bit of rapport. A bit of rapport. Yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's it. So let's start with question one. So Ian and Scully. Uh, our first question is, if you were stuck on a desert island and you could take one pay-per-view with you to watch over and over again, what would it be? Firstly, I want to apologise for Scully's behaviour. Um, he's had a lot of sugar today. so um... I have not had a lot of sugar. I've just had a little bit. Define a little bit, Scully. Well, I had some sherbet. I had a packet of Rolos. And I was looking forward to my Monster Munch until somebody ate them. I, I didn't realise that the Monster Munch was there to kind of balance things out. Uh, if I knew that, I would have I would have maybe stocked up on more. That's on me. That is that Would you is feel better, me. Scully, if we went and got some after the podcast? Yes. Good. Okay. We'll but until then. then, it is a vendetta. <laughs> well, um, I will... Uh... Vendetta! I, I I kind of don't want Scully to behave. Yeah. Shut your mouth. I kind of don't want a, a skull to have a vendetta, a vendetta against me. I I can't do that again. Uh, I I don't actually know what vendetta means. I would be able to Google it if you gave me the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll, I think we'll... it's the right word. I'm not sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, okay, yeah, but maybe maybe we'll get the Wi-Fi password first going. That might keep them occupied. You can okay. uh, play a couple of games on one of our phones if you want. But in the meantime, we'll, uh, we'll shoot the question at you first, Ian. So, uh, if you could take any pay-per-view to a desert island to keep you occupied, what would it be? And because you are the heavyweight champion, you do get champion's advantage, which means that you can pick two pay-per-views. I would have to go with the probably standard answer of WrestleMania X7. Uh, greatest pay-per-view of all time. Um, I'm not sure. For the second one, I'd have to either go Royal Rumble 2000 or ECW One Night Stand. Oh, which one? Uh, I will go ECW One Night Stand. The first one, yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Michael Summers. Yes! Michael. Oh, shit! Oh, <laughs> we were talking about that match of the day uh, where, before the show. I mean, um, yeah, wow! It's <laughs> like an awesome. It's I mean, like it's one of just the greatest feuds in wrestling. It's incredible watching. It's it's literally watching two men trying to kill each other. Yeah. You want to talk about great feuds? Do you not remember the time you stole my monster munch? <laughs> I didn't realize that. This and I bet you, and you didn't taste like monster munch, so you're lying to me. Okay, like okay. A, that's actually a good point. You did bite me, and you never apologized for it. So, you know, we can maybe clear that up first, or we can maybe call it even there. You know, you bit me. We will have a rubber match one day, Duke Cannon. So just just me and you? We'll see. I'd okay. watch that. I'd buy a ticket. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not one to book myself, but... The, win, the winner of that match, you win that match by hitting your opponent with a chair coming off the top rope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how the match ends. Oh, absolutely. And the winner gets uh, a family pack of Monster Munch. Nice. This sucker doesn't realise that I don't have shoulders, so he can't pin me. <laughs> that's a bit of an oversight, but thank you for letting me know your tactics, Scully. I really appreciate it. So, uh, so what about you, Scully? What would be the... Uh... Well, I, I wouldn't take a pay-per-view or a premium live event, as yeah. they should be called now. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I would take my favourite video I got as a child. Um, it was one of the great WWF DVDs videos from back in the day. Divas in the Caribbean. Fantastic. Oh. I had the calendar and everything. It was fantastic. What, what happened when they went to the Caribbean? Well, they take their clothes off and their underwear, their, their swimming underwear, and they're on the beach. And they just go, ooh, I'm going to pose. Yeah, there's some waves over here. What was your favorite month on that calendar story? Um, I liked Ivory and I liked Tristratus. Mm. That's, okay, I mean, Tristratus, that's always a good choice. I mean, that's, I ain't gonna lie, it's like one of my, one of my earlier crushes is, uh, is old Trish. Um, I say old Trish, I mean, she still looks absolutely fantastic these days as well. Couldn't get on SummerSlam though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some lemonade, Scully? No, okay. I want some hooch. Oh, hooch? Did he still make that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I could maybe, I could maybe rustle up some hooch. You Scully, know? you're is not, it... you're not allowed to drink alcohol. The office is open till ten. You know. I mean, that is a, that's a fair point. Do you, do you think we could just give him lemonade and tell him it's hooch? Yeah. He might notice the difference. Uh, um, if you put a little bit of bleach in there or something, you, know. you made that mistake before. Uh, the bleach helps him sleep. Um, Please drink hooch responsibly. <laughs> Please drink bleach responsibly. <laughs> yeah, that too. So uh, let's move on to question two. Patrick, do you want to take this one? Yes. So Ian, if you could form a tag team with any character in history, wrestling, 
non-wrestling, fictional, non-fictional. Who are you who are you tagging with and why? You better say me. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't. You, that'd be too difficult. Yeah. Um, what were some previous answers just to get me, give me a little way? Spike went with Daredevil and then. Uh, the blind then, guy. Uh, That's well, a bit well, silly. Well, Spike, uh, Spike and Duke then just started talking about Daredevil, and I had to like to sort of back out the conversation because I had no idea what they were talking about. I still stand by my point that Daredevil and Batman had their names swapped out, uh, like swapped around. Um, uh, who did it? Of, of course, Tom went with you and Jimaki because, of course, he did. Yeah. Ah, what a simp. Yeah, basically, that was. I, was, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. And, uh, I believe. Uh, I believe Sebastian Asher picked Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon beat God in a wrestling match. Yeah, no was, chance. Uh, na, na, na. So, uh, did, did you see the infamous Ian Ambrose belly strutting around the Keeler Center on Saturday? It was fantastic. Yeah. I, I was. I was a little tribute yeah. to uh, Vinnie Mac there. Yeah. You did anger some of the people in Tundee with your antics that day. Yeah, oh, that's true. For those of you that might not know, Ian's first defense of the title was against Tommy Cross. Less than the a day after it, he won it. Yeah. Uh, off the brown gate. Off the brown gate. Yeah. I am going to start calling him that because I know that that is going to rile Tommy up to no end. Yeah. Myself um, and Karen Douglas have been coming up with different names for the Neo Paradigm as well. My, the Neo Paragliders was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> They're also serious. Well, they try and be. But yeah, I mean, you had Tommy Cross who'd been on a massive role in FCW and he gets his championship match against uh, against Dean Ambrose and then all of a sudden he's getting super kicked in photo booths. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he got a ride on the Thomas the Tank Engine like, right? Yeah, he did. So when, when is the t-shirt of, uh, of that um, photo of you and Tommy coming out? Because I want one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, will, uh, we will see. We may have some for Ardler. We may not. Oh, um... <laughs> I'll rock it on commentary. <laughs> so, Ian, your answer. Who would you form your tag team with? Well, Spike went with, with uh, Daredevil. I will go with I'm gonna go down that route. I like the thought that's going into this. This, yeah. ma- this matters. This is this. People really want to get this right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like there's not a wrong answer, but I feel like any answer that I pick is gonna be the wrong answer because I'll be I'll think of a better one when I leave. You go home at night, you'll be like, oh no. Um, who would I be in a tag team with? I've never seen anyone concentrate so hard. I'll go with Batman because I mean, he, he plans. He can't be defeated. If he has a game plan, he can't be defeated. So I mean, that is, that is fair. That is fair. A logical choice. Although I'm not wearing a Robin outfit. Like, no. Oh, um, let, let Jay do that. I mean, you could be, you could be Nightwing. Yeah, I could be Nightwing. Nightwing's oh, I, I knew who Batman, Batman was, and now you've lost me. Nightwing's pretty bad. <laughs> Nightwing, Nightwing's pretty bad. Batman, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess we can always extend it to Scully as well. Um, if you ever got into wrestling, Scully, and you decide to form a tag team with anyone real or fictional, who would it be? I think I would choose... I would choose Zandig. Zandig? Yes. As in the the deathmatch wrestler Zandig? Yes. He has a fantastic belly and he throws people off of roofs through flaming tables. It would be sick, bro. Sick. I mean, I can't argue with that. What would your tag team name be? Aferinadastacw. What would the tag team name of Scully and Zandig be? Um, Skulldig. Zanskull. Zanskull. Uh, 
The flying maracas. The flying maracas. That's better. I'm very rhythmic. <laughs> so let's let's move on to question number three. So question number three is if you could have a match against anyone living or dead, who would it be? Pick a dead guy, because then you just dig them up, you hold your breath, and you pin them for one, two, three. <laughs> I mean, this, this, would be the, this would be the idea that the dead person would still be alive, you know. Not, you're not actually wrestling a corpse, Scully. I mean, you're onto something there, Scully, so I would go with Zach Gowan, because he's only got one leg. Oh, fair enough. So I just kick the other leg, boom, one, two, three. I mean, that is, that is fair. I mean, he does have another, another leg to kick out with. Where do you think his other leg is? Because I'm I'm trying to collect body parts to build myself a new body. I, what are you going to do with this new body once you get it? I will have a body, and I'll be able to walk around and be like, Hey, sup, guys? And the ladies will be like, Oh, nice legs. And I'll be like, Thanks. They're both different people's legs, but they're mine now. Um, I, you know, I don't know where exactly Zach Gowan's leg could be, but we can keep an eye out for yeah. you. And Zandig's belly. I want Zandig's belly. Whose arms do you want? Um, I'll take one of Ahmed Johnson's, and I'll take one of Scott Steiner's. So, so wait, wait a second. You're, you're taking one of Zach Gowan's leg. Who's the other leg going to be from? I think I will take one of Stacy Keebler's legs. Oh. She's got legs. And she I'm like, no I feel like we need to draw like a concept up of this. I like I, I need to see this so, visualized. So we've got Zandig's sort of torso. We've got a Steiner arm, an Ahmed Johnson arm. I'd also Zach- take Nietzsche's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Cowan's leg that is not already on his body. Yeah. And one of Sissy Kimbo's legs. And uh, and and apparently Nature Boy's um Hammer. His yeah. hammer. Yeah. His hammer. <laughs> Uh, to try and keep it at least vaguely PG on this podcast. I'm already banned from airplanes, so uh, we wouldn't have that problem of, of you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, that's uh, that's fine. At least, at least uh, well, I mean, like you could always do it on a cruise ship then. It doesn't. Oh, you could be on yes. the Jericho, Jericho cruise. Yes. Yes. You can helicopter on the Jericho cruise. <laughs> right. Next question, guys. Uh, I can make it float like a kite. <laughs> right, Ian. Uh, if you're in any other profession uh, other than wrestling, what would you have liked to have pursued? I don't know. I'd be like a pro athlete because they've got really easy. They're like millionaires by the time they're like 30. Yeah. yeah. People go like Saudi and play football until I'm like 35 and get paid like a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Easy peasy. And yeah, that's a. Uh... And then do something else afterwards. Yeah. yeah. With all the money, all the blood money that you've earned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All that blood money. What about you, Scully? If you weren't a professional wrestling manager, what avenue would you like to pursue? I'd be a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, nice. I mean, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Yeah, like when that. a Scully diss track would be quite good. I, I need someone to do a diss track against. Who would you recommend? Oh, divers. Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah it's like divers. Like, Two of the year so far. Hey, hey, divers is a duck. Hey, hey. I don't give a... Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We already <laughs> had our one swear for today. We can't we can't have any more. Uh, it's for centuries. I was going to say Pluck. I'm yeah. very lyrically clever. I was talking about his bird wings. Ah, he has bird wings? 
Yeah, ducks have bird wings. Ducky divers. Oh, right, of course, yeah. It was obvious he was going to say that. I can't yeah. believe he thought he was going to swear. Yeah, you, you know what? I think uh, I'm, I'm just not on the ball today uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. But yes, so uh, this brings us to our final question. And this one's a, a little bit more sort of like um, introspective or more sort of uh, philosophical. It's a deep one. I, I don't have the Wi-Fi password yet. Can you explain what introspective means? So introspective means sort of looking in on yourself. Uh, to sort of find the answer and... Uh, is that when it gets really cold and my nipples go inside me? Yes. Yes, okay. it's kind of the same thing but with like emotions okay. and thought. What are emotions? You, How do you feel when you see like dicky divers in pain? Kind of aroused if I'm being honest if anyone else is in pain I just love watching people in pain it's just great you know? well, aroused is an emotion that's an emotion yeah, yeah. wow we're, we're really educating you today it's uh oh look that kid just got hit by a car lol <laughs> it's uh yeah oh the old person fell down the stairs <laughs> so uh, oh that makes me feel good <laughs> So our uh, our electrocuted in a hot tub. <laughs> so our uh, our final question for today, aimed at yourself, Ian, is: Why do you wrestle? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've just been doing it a long time, so like, yeah, just still doing it. <laughs> Something to do. Something to do. Something to do. Passes the time. Yeah. Turns out you're quite good at it. Yeah. All right. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. What about you, Scully? Why do you manage? Why do I manage? Um. Well. Uh. It's part of a plan to take over the world, and uh, I'm starting with wrestling management, and then I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna take Marcus the Chicken Nuggets. Um job as the manager or whoever's in charge at Fair City right now. Um, I asked Kevin Williams for a, a job as an assistant, but he just ignored my phone calls. Um, so, yeah. And then once I get that, I'm going to be a manager at Tesco's. And then once I manage Tesco's, I'll be manager of Scotland and then the UK and then Europe and then the Northern Hemisphere and then the world and then the Milky Way galaxy and then the universe and then the other universe. And then I will be sitting in a chair really, really rich with a crown on. He's only got a five-year plan. I, I don't even have yeah. like a five-week plan at the moment. I, I really like the idea of, of Scully being the Scotland manager, and I'm just choosing to interpret that as the football manager. See, <laughs> I, like, see, like, when, you, when you when you said manager of Scot, uh, Scotland, Scully, I genuinely thought that that's what you meant, as in like the first yeah. minister. What, what do you mean? Do you mean the manager of the Scottish team, or just the manager of the entirety of Scotland? Well, the entire Scotchland is going to be my like first place I take over and then I'll get maybe Francis uh, or someone one of my underlings to take over when I move on to bigger and better things so uh, are you going to keep like the national anthem the same the flag the same gonna it's going to be one of my sick diss tracks it's going to be like I'll diss I'll diss like I don't know a country that the new country I'm going to move on to hates and then I'll be like oh this guy's cool you like his song and they're like let's make him the president and prime minister and king of our country foreseeing like a Netflix documentary of like when this is all goes tits up and it's just like the rise of Scully it's, it's like basically the rise of evil but for Scully <laughs> I'm seeing a multi-part Dark Side of the Ring episode oh, on this the Dark Side of Scully the Dark Side of Scully 
I want a theme park with tigers. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's okay. what we've done before. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and so that, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can open one up in I don't know, like Fintry or something like that. Yeah, we should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think this man needs to get his Wi-Fi password. Otherwise, he's going to get a bit angsty. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll tell you what. How about you go and get the Wi-Fi password while I explain what we're going to be heading on to. We are going to be going on to the card for. Ardormia! Am I on that one? Uh, I believe so. Yes. I believe that you are, Scully. Uh, so, uh, as always, we will be going through all of the matches for the next FCW show, which will be taking place on the 16th of September at the Ardor Complex here in Dundee. Now, uh, the Order of the matches that we sort of go through will not necessarily reflect the order that they'll show up on the card. The only way to find out what order those matches are going to be in is by being there on the 16th of September. You can get your tickets at fcw.eventbrite.com. You might be able to get some on the door, although if uh, rumours are to be believed, that might be a bit difficult because uh, they're kind of selling like hotcakes at the moment. So... Be quick, get every, uh, get yourself a ticket while you can to confirm your stay there. I'm kind of just mumbling there. Um, That's okay. You, you, that was a big monologue you've done there. It's a big monologue. Right. I've, I've got the Wi-Fi password for Scully. Excellent. Right. Are you ready to write this down, Scully? A. A. All right, so it's R. R. 1. 1. C. C. H. H. M. M. 0. 0. N. N. Three, three, Y, Y, S, S, U, U, C, C, K, K, five, five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, see what I did there? That's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we've got that uh, written down. Uh, you it's know, in, all the, well. in all the time that I've been here, I've never gotten the, the Wi-Fi password. Although, I mean, like, I you don't need to because we spend so much time talking to each other, enjoying each other's company. We don't need to go on the internet. Yeah, exactly. We've never had to. We've never had to. Uh, worry about that. Yeah. I need to check my Bebo. Oh, remember Bebo. Oh. How many love do you have, Scully? 69. Yes. What's in your flashbox? My what? Your flashbox on Bebo. Uh, I cannot di- divulge that information. Well, we need to add him as a friend to find out. Who's in your top 16? Oh, here we go. New segment. <laughs> okay. So my top 16, um, I have Ariana Grande. I have the Pope. I have Elijah uh, Burke. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Elijah Burke. Uh, I have uh, Henry, my friend. I have my chiropodist, uh, Sharon. I have uh, Batista. Um, I have Batistuta. Oh, what player? I have. I have Mario and Luigi. They have a shared account because that's a very toxic relationship. You need, you know, people need to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, it sounds, uh, it sounds a bit weird there. I have one of the Ninja Turtles. I don't know which one. They all look the same to me. Right, that's, a, that's a little bit racist, dude. Well, they're turtles. I mean, turtle is a race, I guess. They're they're mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, like, you know, I, but, you know you're God's mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's racist. <laughs> that's some racism right there. I have a book you might like, but I can't mention it on on the air. Uh, it fixes these kind of problems. <laughs> that's, uh, 
<laughs> Maybe keep that big to yourself, Scully. Back to the rise of Scully there. <laughs> back to the rise of Scully. Back to the multi-part Dark Side of the Ring episode. I also have Billy Strachan on my Bebo, and Tom Atlas keeps trying to add me, but I keep telling him where to go, because, you know, he's just really clingy. And like, I'm surprised that Tom Atlas knows how to use a computer. I'm genuinely surprised. But anyway, uh, let's go into the first match of the card. Uh, why don't we give our guests yes. the first pick as to which match we should go into? That would be polite. On you go, then. Um, the first one? Yeah. Well, we don't know what the first one is. <laughs> we don't know what the first uh, the first. Here, here's the list of matches, uh, right? Pick one. Pick a match, any match. Let's go for... Spike Tierney versus Sebastian Asher. Ooh. Well, haven't we been waiting on this for a while? We certainly have. So uh, for those of you that maybe are tuning in for the first time, welcome, if you are. Welcome. Uh, we say Welcome. Uh, Hello, everyone. It's me, Scully. I mean, uh, we say like halfway through, like half an hour into the episode. Um, but yeah, so for those of you that might not know, Marcus the Gory Hunter, when he took over control or well, I say he to go of control when his daddy yeah. bought FCW for him yeah. uh, he decided that he wanted to take the belt uh, the junior heavyweight belt off of Spike Tierney and put it on his own boy Sebastian Asher a move which can only be described as contentious yeah. bets I would call it a rebranding that happens sometimes when you get new owners yeah yeah, it's, it's it just stunk, didn't it? From day one. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I mean, that's the thing about Sebastian. I mean, like you you know my history with yeah, Sebastian. So it's uh, long. Yeah, long it's history. it's long, uh, and he def he's definitely uh, not a welcome guest on the podcast again. If he is, he better keep his hands to his own self. That's yeah. all right. We kicked his ass at Tulloch. Yeah, yeah, and that's what like that's what he deserved at the very least. I kicked his ass at Tulloch. I'm pretty sure Ian, you kicked, I kicked his, ass. his ass at Tulloch. You yeah, kicked yeah. his ass at Tulloch. I, I had uh, Marcus wheeling him around with a bag on his head in a wheelchair. It was hilarious. I didn't have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a rite of passage when you join the FCW. Beat up you, Sebastian Asher. Beat up Sebastian Asher. Yeah. But speaking of beating up Sebastian Asher, when Spike came out at Tayport to get some uh, get get some payback on him. Yeah, much that, deserved payback. Absolutely much deserved. Uh, I mean, Spike is undoubtedly one of the best wrestlers that we have yeah. and he has earned that belt and to have it taken away so unceremoniously is just utter lunacy in and of itself. Well, let's be honest, he's the champion. He's not lost that champion. He's not we, lost that championship. We, we've also beat Spike too, but we like Spike now. We do like Spike now. That's good. We've been living in this fantasy world where Hunter and Asher are prancing around trying to claim that uh, Sebastian's the champion. He's not. Everyone knows you're not. And he won't even put it on the. He won't even put his fake championship on the line in matches. Yeah. That's how like, because he knows that if he if he wrestles anything for him, this fake championship, that he'll probably just get beat, and then he can't even lay claim to the fake title anyway. Hmm. And we saw that. Uh, saw that when he faced Nathan North. Um, Christ, when he faced Nathan North, he had to get the match restarted three times before you could beat him oh yeah yes and uh well i remember coming into that i mean like marcus decided to 
book both of our transports yeah. separately and convenient that yeah. yeah well he also insisted uh, you know with our contracts being on the line that we must adhere to those different travelling times yeah. so he made me wear a bloody glory hunting agency shirt on commentary you know like and, and yeah and again I didn't want to get fired you yeah. know like I, 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 I like commentating on Empire I like doing my backstage stuff I like doing the podcast so I'm, I'm still training at the school so I'm not going to chuck that away but like it was having to swallow a bit of pride, having to sit there beside Rich Money, who could not be more inside Mark Hunter's behind if he tried. Oh, like I just like just listening to the propaganda that's been going on. Well, it was it was driving me insane. I'm well, just, someone has to love ginger people. Well, yeah, yeah. I suppose so. I mean, like, who is it? Rich Money and uh, Marcus Hunter's dad, I guess, mm. are like the only two people. But as you said, yeah, someone's got to do it, and it ain't gonna be me. But. What is everyone's predictions for this match? Personally, I think it's going to be Spike up on top. I mean, I know that Marcus has been pulling out all of the shenanigans, but there's only so many shenanigans that you can pull out before people start getting wise. And if Spike Tierney is one thing, it's wise. He has been wrestling from a young age. Uh, He knows what to look for. He, and again, if anyone's been... At the the target of these shenanigans, it's been him. He's going in well prepared. I'm a hundred percent confident that he's. I mean, I would say that he's going to win the title. He already has the title. He is the champion. He's just getting his belt back. He's the, the champion. And he's going to take back the belt that he never lost in the ring. Exactly. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, what about yourselves? What are your predictions for this match? Um, I'm going to. Go, I think there's going to be too much mucking around from Marcus Hunter. I think. I think. I think. Sebastian Asher might do it. Really? Yeah, I think something he's gonna have something up his sleeve. Something's gonna happen. Um, he's just gonna make sure that happens. Well, you're wrong. I think Spike is gonna do a triple depple flipple off the top rope and then beat him with a leg KO. Oh, oh. The, the, the fabled leg yeah, KO. I've only heard it in hush whispers mentioned. It shatters your knees. It's like a cutter straight to your leg. I mean, you know, at the Kiwa Centre, I took on Samuel from the Brown Gate. Sorry, the Red Gate. Yeah. Uh, super serious. Yeah. Spooky people. Super serious spooky boys. And yeah, like, there was a point that I thought he was going to hit the leg key on me. And I, I ain't going to lie. Like, my life kind of flashed before my eyes. Yeah, no wonder. A little bit. I was, I was worried. I was worried. But fortunately, he never managed to, he never managed to hit it. And my legs remained Good. intact. Good. Uh, at least for now. For now, yeah. For now. Uh, so, what about yourself, Patrick? What is I, your yeah? Opinion? I think Spike takes this easily. I think even Sebastian Asher will think to himself, if anyone's going to, because like, let's be honest, he's praying around. Deep down, he wants that recognition as the champion. For all the like false bravado, I know, I know him, and I know deep down he actually wants to be recognised as a champion, as a real champion. So, I I think he will. Take, well, Ian's saying that. Um, Marcus Hunt is probably going to do as usual and try and start the deck. I th- I have a feeling that Spashin won't want that, and I think that'll that'll prove that Spike's the better man. Mm-hmm. But uh, but would it would it put it past uh, them to do their usual glory hunting agency? Like, no, of course not. But I think Spike will take this. I have complete faith in the boy. Yeah, I've I've got every faith that he is gonna he's gonna take he's gonna get that belt back. Yeah. He is gonna be able to hold that proudly and. We're actually going to have a, cha- a a proper champion that yeah. we can be proud of. It's what I think will happen, and it's also what I want to happen. Yeah, 100%. You know what would be really cool if they turn the lights out, and then they turn it back on, and then one of them was all like covered in blood from the ceiling? That would be cool. Bloodbath. You mean like like the movie Carrie? 
No, like the brood, like Gangrel. Oh. Sounds like I'm just fucking up a spit. But that's basically what the brood's entrance theme sounds it's, like. Yeah. I think the Arbor Complex would allow like a ring of fire and the uh, sort of elevated. A Cody Bear, essentially. Well, I mean, Spike, Gath- Spike does like spicy kebabs and things. Well, if there's one thing that I've learned in my many years in this earth is that once you ignite a can of petrol, there's not really much people can do to stop you. Anyway, so let's move on to the next. Yeah. Match now, Patrick. Would you like to take this next yeah. one? Uh, what is your only wish? Gangrel was in this match. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for um, well, a match that um, his roots uh, were planted in the last Argo show that we did back at Nemesi earlier this year. Uh, we have Andy Roberts taking on uh, the other half of the Meat Factory himself, uh, Craig Bennett. Yes, the Meat Boys. Meat, 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 meat. What's yes. your, What's your favorite type of meat? I'm a lamb. I like quite like lamb. I like haslet. I mean, I'm vegan, Has- so I, I can't really answer yeah. that question. Go to uh, Tesco's and buy some haslet. It's amazing. Okay. It's like meatloaf. I'll pick up some of that when I get your monster. And then you get some applewood cheddar and Scully. How do you how do you even know about these things? Well, when you're not in, I try and cook in it. Well, I make Francis cook for me, and uh, yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> how good a cook is Francis? Fantastic. And th- does he like? Is Francis not a rat? Does he like ratatouille someone? Like, does he jump on someone down and like control them, or does he just do everything himself? I don't know. I just say, Francis, get in the kitchen and make me some pie. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, well, so long as Cannon is now furiously googling <laughs> all of these suggestions. I, I, I need to. <laughs> That's what you have to do, right? If you're hungry and your significant other's like, ooh, I'm not gonna kick for you. You just go, hey, get in the kitchen and make me some pie. But you have to say it like that, otherwise they won't do it. Relationship advice for Scully. Yeah, and if they don't, you just give them a good old clip around the ear roll. Scully, you can't say that. So back to Craig Berry versus Andy Roberts. <laughs> back, to, back to the talk at hand. Yes, so. Uh, if you remember the last Argo show, Nay Mercy, uh, that was at Nay Mercy back in April. Andy Roberts went up against John Kerr. He did, and uh, frankly, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it was a fantastic match. Big boys slapping meat. Big meaty men slapping all the meat. It's what you want out of a good wrestling match, mm-hmm. but. Andy Roberts did take a few too many liberties, beating yeah. down John Kerr. After the match was over, after he'd, after he'd beaten him. Yeah, he had no reason yeah. to do it, other than just pure bastardry more than anything. I think that um, he was embarrassed that his student took him to the lengths that he did. Yeah. I reckon Andy probably thought, right, I'll get in there, I'll do I'll do what I need to do, get a, get a win, go to the pay window get out of there yeah. but John Kerr took him to the limit I, mean, I, I, mean, I, think that's, I think that upset his ego a bit I think that's a very fair statement I think like I think Andy was thinking this was just going to be an easy payday walking the park and didn't expect John Kerr to be as good as he is and he is absolutely fantastic as is Craig Berry yeah, he shouldn't but that's the weird thing he should know how good they are he's one of their coaches he exactly. sees them every week. It's a, yeah it's it's like he's it's why are you surprised that they're, that they're <laughs> Wait. So yeah, so uh, after the uh, the beatdown, Craig did come out to save yeah, John. Yeah, come to save his tag partner, of course he did. Uh, which has led to this match here. So I am hoping that Craig can get Avenge some, him! Can avenge him! <laughs> uh, you could say that Craig has a 
Vendetta oh. against Rendezvous. Oh. Vendetta. Vendetta, yes. You love a callback. I've not been paying attention. Why are we talking about dangleberries? Uh, I, Scully, I, shut up. Go go back in the Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, you've got the Wi-Fi password, which is rich money sucks. I mean, um, no, uh, it was all the letters. It's a letter yeah. the number. Yeah. Of course, we've got it, secure it, passports. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's complete coincidence that it spells that. It's both letters and numbers. Exactly. Maybe it's in um, no particular order. No particular order whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for this match, I am. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited. I do want to see. Craig Berry uh, avenge his tag partner. I do want to see him get some justice for John Kerr. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Andy Roberts get his comeuppance. But if the last match was anything to go by, I like Craig Berry's good, but when you go up against your teacher, when you go up against the person who has taught you everything that you know... But not everything he knows. Exactly. That's what I was about to get at. It's... Um, you know, Andy Roberts may still have a few tricks up his sleeve. Uh, I I am going to be hopeful. I'm going to be hopeful and say that Craig Berry is going to be the one walking out of this as the winner. It's a coin flip, isn't it? It really could go either way. Because, I mean, like we said, John took him to the limit. And now Kerry's got this added fuel of... I'm um, oh, sorry, Craig's got this added fuel of having to try and avenge John. But Andy Roberts doesn't lose matches he just doesn't not on the not on the scene that we're in right now mm. I think it'll be too much for for Barry as much again as much as I want Craig to to do it for not just himself but for John as well but I can't see past Andy taking this one I mean that's that, that is a fair call I mean like I, I'm going to remain optimistic in yeah. this uh, I'm going to remain Usi. I'm going to remain Usi yeah. in all of uh, all of this. What about you? Uh, what's your predictions for this? I, I think Craig will impress. I think yeah. he'll do really, oh, really no well. Mm. I think Sorry. he'll get the Ardler crowd behind him. Mm. But I, again, I don't. I think Andy's got a little too much for him, um, to be honest. I mean, that's um, uh, it, is, it is a fair. I mean, again, I'm going to stay optimistic, but I can completely yeah. see where you guys are. Coming I do think it's a coin flip, but I do think Andy will come up to Scully. What about yourself? What do you think? Sorry, I had my headphones in there. Yeah. Um, Craig Barry or Sandy Roberts, Scully? What are you thinking? Um, I'm going with the Barry man because I've got my Rabina here. That's fair. That's, a, yeah, that's, that's all, the, all the reasoning we need. Yeah, I've got my headphones back in there. Yep, go ahead there. Uh, so, uh, I guess it'll be my it turn. It is your turn, yeah. So, for my turn, I am going to pick probably one of the ones that I'm most excited for. Uh, other than you know, possibly my own. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get we'll get into that in a moment. It is Zack Dynamite versus Ewan G. Mackey. Well, if their last match was in go by, this will be another classic. Oh, absolutely. Scully, put your phones back in. Get both back in. Whoa! What? I can't hear what you're saying. Scully, this is a family-friendly podcast. You can't be listening to this. I try to watch my video. Wait, wait hang on. Scully, that... I will. I will take that off you. Your co- your tablet is confiscated. Hang on, is that who I think it is in that video? I, I think it is. Yeah. Is that? Yes. Yeah, it it's not fair. I was trying to watch my video. Well, Scully, you didn't put your headphones back in properly. I feel like for the privacy, we'll, we'll not mention who that was. But yeah, we know what we saw. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a. Uh... 
I, I didn't know that he could bend that way. At all, right? Yeah. Double jointed, but what? Pretty impressive. This yeah. is not fair. I'm going in the huff. Well, we now know what Scully's up to. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone did see the last match of Zack Fenley versus Ewan G. Mackey, mm-hmm. uh, you would remember that it was... It was for the championship. It, Ewan was the champion at the time. It was for the championship. It was a street fight, and it was absolute carnage. Yep. Absolute carnage to the highest degree. Um, I, I remember the opening of that. I remember this Zach Dynamite picking you up and instantly hitting him with the go to sleep. Yeah, I thought, was that? I thought, was that like, yeah. that was it, one, two, that, that was it going to be done, but no. No. Was I wrong? Like, when, when that happens at the start of a match... Where how yeah, are you where supposed you to, where, yeah. how are you supposed to predict what's going to happen from there? That's why, just like my client, you have multiple finishers, and you, if you have more finishers than the other guy, then you're more likely to win, and that's why he's champion. Hmm. That might be the most sensible thing Scully said all night. That's actually. I am a manager, and I am the best manager in Fair City Wrestling. How long has your license got left on it? Do you have to have a license? Oh no. Scully, I, I got you a license. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. I'll make up a new one. We'll not we'll just yeah, we'll not mention that to upper management. <laughs> that's a fair part. Uh, but we we also have to remember that in the last match, uh, that UNG Mackey did have everyone in his corner. He still had the rest of the Neo Paradigm. He did, he had Holden, he had Jay Robin, he had Valak. Was he breaking any rules using them in the street fight? No. But it wasn't cricket, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, UNG Mackey very much likes to use the tools at his disposal. And I've, I've got to say, as much as I love Holden, Valak, and Robin now that they have seen the light, uh, they were very much tools for following him in oh, the yeah. first place. They were blinkered to what was actually happening to them. Yeah. And Ewan said himself since they were never the Neo Paradigm, apparently. Yeah. Now it's him and Tom Tom Atlas. Yep. Uh, big Dominic Mysterio Dominic Mysterio himself so uh, but this but that's also the most interesting aspect of this is that Ewan does not he doesn't have everyone in his corner he doesn't have an entire arsenal or a whole army of people to throw at Zach it's going to be one on one yeah well Zach's thrown out the challenge said anytime anywhere Ewan said let's go Arbomania yeah hopefully we just get Ewan versus Zach we don't get any shenanigans from Tom. I want to see these guys go one on one and see who who really is the better man. I mean, I, it's, yeah. I mean, it's and it's a hard call to make. It's it's a really hard call to make because we've seen Zach Dynamite in action so much recently, and every single time he gets literally everything thrown at him, yep. and he can keep getting back up. He can keep going hard, and it's all it's almost as if it's just like. When you put him down and he gets back up, you've just made him angry. Yeah, you've yeah. just pissed him off. Yeah, you've made him stronger almost. Yeah, and he, and with the experience and the knowledge that he has in the ring, he is one of the one of the best in Scotland. I can't even deny that. It's, yeah. he is one of the best in Scotland. Through, it's almost a cliche at this point. People keep saying it. Um, yeah, in the lead up to Tom's match uh, with uh, Zach, uh, uh, the last talk show, he kept mentioning that, mm-hmm. like. Tom said it on the, the podcast he was on. It was a big deal that he was wrestling Zach Dynamite. For as much as that should change, he, he acknowledges how good he is and how a big deal he is for, for Tom. And it's, I mean, you saw a bit of cracks in Tom at the end of that match. You know, He was very tempted to shake Zach's hand, one of his heroes, before Ewan snapped him out of it. Yeah, I mean, like that also just makes me think of, like, you know... So, will Tom want to get involved in that match? Like, even as much as he's 
as Ian said earlier on, essentially something for Ewan right now. But, but I think it's also Zach's guy. Yeah, but I, I think yeah, I think it is the sort of thing as well of like, does that does that bode well for Ewan? Does that mean that does that mean that Tom's maybe yeah. reconsidering his position? Yeah, well, it means they go one on one rather mm-hmm. than like Tom getting involved and for Ewan's behalf. We'll just need to wait and see. We will have to see. And that's why you buy your tickets at fcwmembrite.com. Ah, yeah, got the plug in there. Got the plug in there. So. Uh, Can what? I get my tablet back? I'll type in and I'll order some I tickets. I think your tablet privileges have been revoked after that. Uh, I mean, we trusted you with the Wi-Fi password to use it responsibly. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to lie, you kind of... Yeah. It was just a pop-up. I wasn't actually... Ah, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, sure. I think you need to go in the corner and think about what you've done. So, yeah. what if, Thank you, Ian. So, let's move on to our predictions for this match. Um, personally, for me... Again, like I know that, that we try and be non-biased on this podcast, but uh, I'm a very biased person. I think that Zach Dynamite is going to get the better of you and Gmarkey because, I mean, they've been there before. He's fought Ewan's apprentice. He's fought Ewan before and all of his apprentices at that time mm-hmm. and keeps coming back harder and harder and harder. So a big part of me thinks that he's going to walk away with this. Now that's not to discount Ewan whatsoever. Ewan is fantastic. Ewan is a tactical genius. He knows how to command a ring. He knows how to get into someone's head. So it is going to be a close match, I think. But a big part of me, my my heart says Zack Dynamite. Like you said, Ewan will use everything he can to his advantage. Which makes me think he will keeping Tom's ear to help him mm. try and overcome Zach but I mean Zach's coming off a very big win against Tom I think the momentum's going to continue I think a, a straight one-on-one wrestling match I think Zach Dynamite wins that hardly mm-hmm. I mean that, that's so long as it stays a straight yeah. one-on-one match what are you thinking Ian? I, I agree I think uh, I think Zach's on the up in first set of wrestling I think he's going to just keep you know keep going getting win win after win after win after win um keeps going he might be uh, in line for a championship match in the future who knows yeah, you never know you see <laughs> what about you Scully what are you thinking you're a permission to speak now you thought about what you've done is he a bear is he a goblin is he a pirate is he when he had those wings he's a pigeon or a fairy I can't remember what he was is he a dancer who knows all I know is UNG Mackey is going to win because he is Yuji Maki. That's analysis. Hmm. That's a that's a that's a good play, my boy. That's a, that's a good uh, historical look at Yuji Maki as a as a wrestler. I was kind of going somewhere and then I kind of got lost, like towards the end. You know, you get my point. It's because you're you're too busy thinking about those videos again, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. That is uh, that is very fair. So let's uh, circle back to yourself, Ian. Let's pick uh, let's pick another match. And let's have a little discussion. So we've got a couple of women's matches we need to talk about. We've got the, uh, the tag, the big tag match, and we've got your own match. We'll go with we'll go with Caleb Game On or Randy Valentine versus Dicky Dyer, Rizgarum, Deacon Matthews, and ADM. Here we go. Winner, 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 take all. Sorry, I put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I mean, like, this is a this is a spot that I have. It's not cutting time, Duke. 
<laughs> I mean, this is a this is definitely a spot that I want to be in. I mean, if anyone has seen the promo that was recorded by myself and Nathan, along with Randy and Caleb and some team commissioner Kevin Williams, some team. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest and honest, all of us have. We have a stake in this. Yeah. We have all suffered the ire of Marcus the Glory Hunter. Yeah. Um, Marcus tried to take the... Uh, he, I think you fought more than anyone, which is probably why Kevin's uh, got you on side. I think it's a good, uh, good, good choice of, uh, of team by his point. I mean, we've all got like we've all got something to get from that. Yeah. Uh, well, we've we've all got something that we've um. Okay. Oh, we can have, we can have yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've yeah we've all got our grievances, for lack of a better word, with Marcus the Glory Hunter. For game on, it is well. First of all, for Nathan, it yeah. was the aforementioned many stipulations that he decided to. That was crazy. I was losing it at commentary that day, and you because you've got that idiot beside me justifying everything, and it's well again we're all living in this fantasy land where, oh sorry I forgot to mention that this was no DQ or no disqualification, yeah. or no counter or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's a submission match then. The rich money's like, oh yeah yeah, we had a meeting earlier. You, you weren't there, and it's like, I mean, what what are we doing here? Like, are we like we're trying to run a legitimate operation here, like mm-hmm. a proper wrestling company, and it's literally like. Marcus Hunter is essentially like almost like a save scumming in a video game until he wins. It's like no, just accept the result and move on. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly. And because he because he owns the company, he technically can technically do what he wants. But he, if I'm a fan and I'm seeing this happen all the time, you don't want that to because you're like, well, what's the point? Yeah, because all we're going to see is um, we're going to watch these two men wrestle until Marcus Guy wins. Yeah, that's not what wrestling's about. No, wrestling's about the competition. Right, yeah. wrestling is about. Wrestling is about making sure that you are going in at the peak of your conditioning, uh, making sure that you're going in with the correct mindset, yeah. the correct body, uh, correct physique, all the techniques that you need, and seeing how well you fare against an opponent. That's it. Once you're in there, what happens, happens. Win, win, lose, or draw. You, you take it and move on. If you, you know? win, cool. If you lose, you learn. Yeah, it's, exactly. That's that's the point. You can't win all the time. Exactly. Nobody can. Exactly. Nobody can. It's impossible. Mm. There's nobody who's spent a uh, more than a cup of coffee of time in wrestling and never lost a match. Like it doesn't happen. It's exactly. It's in any sport. Can't happen. Exactly. Uh, and for myself as well. Well, that came. When Marcus decided to book me in the handicap match yeah. against the par again, I was literally for a crap joke. Which he he did it just for a pun. Yeah. He did it because again he could. He knew Nathan North was unavailable because he'd been booked somewhere else. Because he's quite good at wrestling, so a lot of people want to to book the guy. Yeah. Of course they do because he's Nathan North. Exactly. And so, and you guys I remember were petitioning at the time. Let us defend the belts at Tomic or let us defend the belts at Kilo Center. Somewhere where we can wrestle. Yeah. But no, of course, he goes for what he sees as a tr- an easy way out to try and get the tag team championships off yourself. Of course. But you were foiled though. Exactly. I mean, and that's I think that's the thing that annoyed Marcus the most. Because Marcus is very much a... Marcus likes to think he's a lot smarter than oh, yeah. everybody else. He is smart, but he's not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. Yeah, exactly. And I hope you are listening to this, Marcus. I hope that you are listening to every single bit of this. And that you are boiling 
in your piss as you do. Because I got you, buddy. I got you. Well, I say I got you. Me and Randy Valentine got you. Yeah. And that takes us on to Randy Valentine and all of the shenanigans. All the history. Yeah. All the history from there. I mean, Randy... Going back to last year. I mean, Randy has been the person that's clocked Marcus from day one. He's seen him for what he is. Seen him for what he is and made sure that he did not get away with a single thing. Called him out on his crap very early. He, he called good for him. Yeah. I mean, like, Randy is nothing if not outspoken. And yeah. he, he, doesn't, he doesn't care. A spade's a spade. A spade's a spade to Randy. And that's, that's what I respect about him. He will tell it like it is. And he will fight for what he believes in. Mm-hmm. He will make a stand for what he believes in. He will in. fight for the rights of every man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you with that one. Yeah, you certainly did get with that one. But yeah. but yeah, he like he has you know, he's making a point to bring justice mm-hmm. from day one uh with Marcus. He's made a point to ensure that I mean the whole of Glory Hunter agencies like remember he took all three of them on yeah like it was supposed to just be him and Marcus but when you've got Omar Mohammed as your cameraman and Sebastian Asher as your special guest referee yeah. you know God, God's gift referee oh God's gift short referee. shorts I mean those were some pretty short shorts I, uh, maybe too short I don't know I mean like God's you saw I, a side of Sebastian you've never seen before. I mean, uh, like, don't get me wrong. Like, as much as Sebastian's uh, like not a very nice guy, he's, he's got a very nice body. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this also brings us on to uh, the fourth member of our team, Caleb yeah. Valhalla, the man he took the championship from. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was supposed to originally just be you and yeah. uh, Caleb, wasn't he? Marcus does his usual yeah. slap the deck. Uh, Marcus start the deck, but um, what were you thinking in the ring when he comes out? Right, this is a three-way dance now. Oh wait, no, it's a four-way dance. Like you just had that sprung on you. Now you've suddenly got to change strategies for a totally different. Not match. only that, you had uh, you had Big Grom out there as well. Oh, God, um, God, who was the the main difference in that match in terms of Dickie Divers? I I jumped out of the ring, flew as hard as I could through the ropes, yeah. and I barely moved them. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, that shows how powerful and strong yeah. he is. Uh, Myself and Jay Robin uh, had a tag match against Grum, and we tried our infamous double Polish hammer against him. Didn't move him. I, like he's a, he's a mountain of a man. I mean, I remember the FCW Christmas Gala that we had last December. Oh, in Perth City Centre, yeah. In yeah, Perth yeah. City Centre, and he came out, uh, I think it was during Taylor Bryden's gauntlet. And I remember, you were the MC that day, and I, you were doing the announcing, and I remember you just couldn't help yourself, you just audibly went, oh God, it's gruff. I mean, like... You like, couldn't help yourself, it just what, came out. But it's genuinely like, what else What else can you say when you see Grum? He yeah. is a mountain of a man. He's, and he has a sweet mullet. He does have a sweet mullet. I mean, that is a, that is a sweet mullet. Yeah. And he wears pretty cool Crocs. I really like his Crocs. No, you should see him when he goes into sport mode. Oh, yeah. Like, when he goes into sport mode, yeah. you know. Is that the flash? Out. No, it's Grum. In mm. sports mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But that's I mean, but also speaking of Dickie Divers and Grum, they are in the your opponent, two they, of your opponents. They right? are two of our opponents, uh, along with ADM, who is back up from Glasgow. Yep. Uh, again, I, I I saw I saw him up against Caleb. Um, 
I'm, odd, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he didn't actually listen to the podcast because I'm guessing he didn't because we didn't end up in the Clyde. No, yeah, I know. I think he's got other things he's focusing on right now. Thankfully, he's listening to us. Which is, uh, which is quite good. It's, yeah, it's a good thing for us. Yeah, uh, but we're also going to have Deacon Matthews yep. against us as well. So, I mean, Marcus has picked his team very carefully. Yeah. Ken Williams has gone down the tactical recruiting guys that are, are known to him or loyal to him and above all can't stand Marcus Hunter Marcus Hunter's tactic is basically get big bad guys as many of them as possible put them together big scary guys and it's but that's also the thing as well it's just like we are all of us who are supporting Kevin we have a common goal yeah we actually want to win this these big guys they're being thrown together because as you say they're Marcus, mercenaries they're mercenaries they're mercenaries they're, they're coming in for the paycheck because Marcus thinks that that's how he's going to win the match. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to blow my own trumpet here and be like, no, we are taking back control of Fair City Wrestling. We are. We There's no way that we can keep this in the hands of Marcus the Glory Hunter. It's starting to get incredibly grating, incredibly frustrating. Watching him just take the absolute mick with all of our friends. It's only been a couple of months, but it feels like longer. It feels like it's been years since he's taken over this company. And it feels like he's putting years onto me because the more that I see of his shenanigans, the more that I see of his... He still hasn't paid me yet. He still hasn't paid you? No. Nope. You know what? We're, we're going to fight for you as well, yes. Scully. We're going to... Not only are we going to take back control of Fair City Wrestling, we are going to get you paid. Justice for Scully. Justice for Scully. Hashtag justice for Hashtag Scully. Hashtag justice for Scully. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, again, I'm going to blow my own trumpet here. I'm confident in our ability. The The power of friendship oh. is going to is going to suffice overall. We are going to take back Fair City Wrestling. But it's an all-star team. I can't see past you guys. You've got Caleb Valhalla in offset. You've got the tag team champions in a tag match. And you've got Randy Valentine who, uh, more than anyone else, can't stand Marcus Hunter. Mm. You guys are going to win. I believe in you. Thank you. I, I, I do appreciate that. Uh, but again, like, you know, well, I'm, not, I'm not getting overly confident. No, I know. Uh, I've seen you preparing for this. I know you're not getting overconfident. Yeah. You're not taking it for granted. I mean, I think like, overconfidence is a slow and insidious killer, so I'm yeah. making sure that we are doing everything right. Uh, Ian, I would love to hear your prediction for this match. I think... Um... You kind of touched on it there a little bit with the team chemistry, how Marcus has just kind of grabbed different people, put them together. Sometimes that dynamic doesn't quite gel. Um, on paper, he's like the biggest, baddest, meanest dudes, and he's going to be like, all right, kill. That doesn't always work. Uh, too many egos in there, too many personalities to clash. I don't see it quite working. Whereas you guys, you have that unity, that common goal, and I think you guys will probably have a little bit better chemistry. Um, and you have the uh, the magic, magic of armor, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like when you put those sweeties in the coke and it fizzes up and goes all over you. And Mentos. Yeah. That's what. That's what Marcus's team is gonna be like. And he's gonna have a big like coke stain all down his pants, and he's like, I got coke in my pants. I'm ginger. So, so that is so that is the outcome. We are making sure that Marcus leaves with coke on his pants. If you can do that, then that'll be an ad for us. Better than up his nose. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's probably where a lot of daddy's money ends up going in the first place, let's be honest. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> that makes it okay. And that does make it okay. If we say allegedly, then it means that Marcus can't take us to court. Again, 
I've been reading the rules. Yeah. We know the technicalities. We know what we can get away with here. Right, guys, I think we need to talk about some of the women's matches that we've got. Mm. First, oh, yes! First of all, whoa, 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 whoa. These are, these are professional athletes. Yes. Let's not objectify these women. First of all, we've got Brody Adler versus Ashley Vega. Ooh. And it's Adler Mania, baby! Adler Mania! <laughs> we were robbed. We were robbed of this last time at May Mercy. Absolutely. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, Brody Adler had won the... Um, uh, the women's championship from uh, Debbie Dahmer, mm-hmm. ending her, um, I believe it was the longest uh, longest title run in, uh, in the company history so far, it just was, under yeah. a year. Um, she's uh, riding high into Tayport, thinking, I'm going to beat Emily Hayden, and I'm going to move on to Adler Mania, and like, this is going to be like my big, like, not coming out party almost, because like, she's the champion already, but like, this is my stage. Yeah. The pun is there, it's too good not to be, not to be a thing. What could possibly go wrong? She got beat in Tayport, and Emily Hayden Took it from her. Yeah. And she was relegated to having to introduce the girls to the ring at Adler Mania just to make... But no! 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 I'm excited. Well, I, I'm all about crap jokes like that. But it's not crap, it's great. But we do also have to remember that Brody, uh, Brody Adler was a completely different person Oh yeah, she's, well. she's changed a lot. Like, For the better, I'd say. And a, lot of, and a lot of the times, her hubris was her downfall. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why she never got Adler Mania the first time. Yeah. Now she's you know she's taking stock. She's coming back in. She is a lot more sort of switched on uh, to what she was doing. But she, ultimately, she's humbled herself. Yeah, I think she's more focused on it as well. Yeah, um, it, I think that's probably going to do her good in the long run. Yeah, it's it's like she's realised that you can't just get through on pure aggression alone. Uh, and that's the thing. Like she's improved her attitude, mm-hmm. which has improved her game plan overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the thing she's going to need a strong game plan for going up against Ashley Vega as well because Ashley Vega is she uh, yeah so I mean like you can she's harkening back to the days of uh, uh, Ian's aforementioned or Scully's aforementioned DVD calendar that's kind of what she's going for the Divas of the Caribbean Uh, yes Uh, but she's a lot more than that yeah, I mean, like it's to you know to see her as just something to see her as just a pretty face is to completely underestimate her skill. I think as that's well. what she, she I think uh, beneath the surface, I think that's what she's going for. Oh, she she to underestimate her. A hundred percent. She like because yeah. she's smart. She's really, really smart, and that's what's uh, and that's the kind of more insidious thing about it is because she can be sort of deceitful in that regards. It's all about uh, what is it the quote from the art of war like you have to know your enemy like you know yourself mm-hmm. and that's the thing like as soon as she comes out you don't like you think you know what you're going to get until you're actually in the ring there you think it's you know like it. a bouquet of flowers but with a knife inside of it and you're like oh hello hello mother happy mother's day ah I see that you've been buying the stab roses as well yes that's why, you don't, that's why you don't cheap out and go to a thermal station. Yeah, exactly. Stabbed. <laughs> you, you could use a gun, but you might ruin the flowers. You might, you might ruin the flowers a little bit. You don't want that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be absolutely honest. I'm like, I'm a little bit sort of like on, on a coin flip with this one because again, while Brody has uh, definitely improved her attitude quite a lot, and again, her overall game plan as a result of which, Ashley has enough tricks up her sleeve to be able to pull this off and be able to sort of put her down. It's, you're going with Ashley Vega, aren't you? I, you know what? I mean, I'm not usually one to go for the, you know, the, the more sort of contentious person, but 
I might have to go ask Vega. I mean, I've, I've seen what I've seen what she can do on like some of our other shows when we've been sort of running galas and things like that, and she knows what she's doing. And the best part about it is no one knows that she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's perfect at being able to sort of hide that back again, as we say, making people underestimate her, and then getting in the ring and then realizing, oh, I've messed up. Yeah, I have messed up here. So. As much as as much as I love the new Brody, as much as I love the rebrand, I might have to give it to Ashley on this one. Totally understand, but I am fully aboard the Adler Benny hype train. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. I've been watching Brody for a couple of years now before I even started at FCW. She's getting better all the time. This is in the best shape she's probably ever been as well. She's getting in better shape all the time. She looks great. She's. I mean, I've been in the ring with her now as well, and that wasn't fun. She taught me a few lessons uh, and chucked me out of the ring. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I again, I think she's going to come back from that disappointment of not getting Adler Mania. And now she's going to seize her opportunity, I think. I mean, she has a fire lit under her, so yeah. I can definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, what about yourself, Ian? It's a tough one to call. Um, this is what's good about this company. We don't yeah. have many matches where you go, oh, they're going to win easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's competition. Like, it's a stacked, uh, stacked division in every division, really, let's be honest. Obviously, Brody's kind of gone through obviously recent sort of transformation. Um, I just think Ashley's going to really go all out to try and prove, mm. get, her, get herself a nice stamp on, on the old, on the old uh, F- FCW yeah. passport. Um, you know, get a big stamp on there. Yeah. And, you know, try and kind of move up the ladder a little bit in the women's yeah. division. Yeah. Again, that's another coin flip. That's what's so good about these these cards that we put on. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it is the case that it, it can be anyone's game. It literally can be anyone's game. Uh, Scully, take your headphones off. Yeah, yes. Brody versus Ashley. What we're thinking? Um, well, Brody's mean and she's tough and she's angry and I've seen her beat up lots of boys. I'm picking Brody. Fair. And that's fair. That, that's uh, that's definitely fair. I am one of the boys she's beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, oh no! Don't don't get wrong. I've I've been on the receiving end of one of her clotheslines and. Uh, that hurts. Yeah. I, that asked, hurts. I, I asked her to join my stable of wrestlers once, and she told me to go to hell, and then she never showed up. Oh, Scully, what would your what would your boys' stable be? We well, have girls in it as well, but what would your stable be? My stable. Yeah. Of boys. Yeah. Um. In the OSW sense. Um. Zandeg. Yeah. And uh, the infamous Ian Ambrose, oh. Nick Gage, Red Rooster. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good one. <laughs> um. And Harvey Whippleman. Nice. They will win all the belts. Oh, <laughs> and Santina Marella. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's a. That's a. That's a who's who. That's a who's who <laughs> or a stable right there. And the Dudley Boys. And Scully. That's enough. <laughs> is that is it Israel? How many people can I have on the stable? So Gav puts headphones back. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> We're getting into faction territory there. We don't want that. <laughs> So, uh, let us move on from one women's match yes. to another. We are going to be talking about the women's championship match, which is going to be Serena Rose versus Debbie Dahmer. Now, this is quite an interesting one because we have the first two times women's yep. champ. Undefeated women's champ. Undefeated women's champ. Still. Versus the longest running yep. women's champ. A match befitting of the stage that it's on in Ardlemania. I mean, most definitely. Uh, so for this one, it's, again, this is kind of similar to the last match. This could be anyone's game. I mean, like, you've got two very distinguished champions there. Yeah. 
Um, again, they've both got their, their own sort of accolades in the FCW annals of history. Debbie, we haven't seen for a while. No, um, I don't think we've seen her since the. Have we seen her since the Fatal Four Way? Since Serena won? No, we have. No, like she, I don't think I've seen her. No. Uh, and Serena, on the other hand, has been out. Just winning. Just winning. Doesn't doing what she does. Yeah. All she does is win, win, win. I mean, the, no matter what. I mean, the biggest thing with Serena is that she she has a big mouth. Yeah. Most certainly. I mean. I would say that Serena Rose is the Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh, Duke, I'm proud. That is like a proud father moment there. I learned a football reference. I learned a football reference. That might be my favourite moment of the podcast. I learned a football reference for this because she is the Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Wow, I love that. Of FCW. I know you to explain this and make me even more proud. It's because she does have a big mouth. She really does. She runs her mouth all the time. She says about how great she is. She I says about how amazing she is. <laughs> but you know something? A lion does not concern itself with the opinions of the sheep. <laughs> but here's the thing. Every time she runs her mouth, she is able to back up. Yeah, I, I've been betting against her for the last few months because I think she's, she's being overly confident and um, complacent. But maybe she's just that damn good it's, it's, she keeps calling her shot and, and doing it it's, it's, it's getting to the point where it's just like I can't re- just, as much as again as, um, as rude as she can be as uh, yeah. very blunt as she can be yeah. in regards to things I can't argue with no. it she keeps I, backing it up she keeps backing up and as long as I, and it's it's never it's never been too dirty as well it's been she's like she knows what she's doing in a tactical sense she knows what to. She knows exactly what she has to do in order to win, mm-hmm. and that's why she's got the belt. Yeah, it's it's getting to the point where she is undeniable. As much as I want to sit here, as much as I want to bash her, as much as I want to say that because she's a horrible person that she's going to lose, I I find it harder and harder every time that I see her go yeah. out and wrestle. You can only keep saying it for so long before you're like, actually, no, this is just kind of what happens. She can, yeah. She she chats. She chats um, about her, about her opponents and brings them down, and then just beats them. This is kind of what she does. It's but if anyone can beat her, surely it's got to be Debbie Downer. I mean, if anyone is going to take that belt off of her, it's going to be the longest. Eric Jamba Jamba. Oh, Samaritan legend. <laughs> Scotty, we're trying to do the thing here. Pete comes back in. I'll talk to you when we need to. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if anyone is gonna take that belt off her, it's gonna be our longest reigning women's champ. And you know, you don't have that long of a streak for nothing. No. It's it, this like everything I've said about Serena is not to discount Debbie whatsoever. She carried that belt for the longest time. Yeah, because well, unlike Serena, at the last uh, show, Debbie didn't get any uh, matches off defending the title. Exactly. You know, so. She's been. She was consistently there defending yeah. the title every single time, and even mm-hmm. when Marcus Hunter took the the belt off the line. Sorry, I still won anyway. Yeah, but you know it's yeah. I'm just at that point now where it's like, Serena's probably going to win, isn't she? It's just kind of what she does. I mean, it's like I'm. I am more than happy to be surprised. Oh, I yeah. am more than happy to be proven wrong, as I've said before on this podcast. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, know, I'm all for it. You know, but again, like the evidence is there. The evidence is there that Serena 
might be the one to walk away. Again, if Debbie walks away with it, I'm going to be happy because it means that someone has finally shut Serena Rose up. Yeah. Someone's finally shown her that not everything that she says is correct. But until I see that... Yeah, it's hard to... I cannot have to... I cannot have to put my money on Serena. What are you thinking, Ian? I'm going to go with Serena, I think. Yeah. I mean, experience. Um, she's been here a long, long time. Um, and she knows how to get the wins. Um... Debbie, fighting champion, as you said. Um, but I just, I just think leaning towards the champion retaining here. I think the smart money's on her. Yeah. But we'll have to take wait and see what happens. Well, I think you're all wrong. I think because Debbie has the best entrance music ever. Ish. Ish. Um, it's going to go, ooh, ah, just a little bit, ooh, ah, a little bit more, ooh, ah, just a little bit. You know what Scully's looking for? Do, 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 do. I mean, that's the thing, like, but I think Debbie is going to need just a little bit more yes. to be able to beat Debbie Jemba Jemba is going to win. Debbie Jemba Jemba. Debbie Jemba Jemba is oh, going yeah. to win that. We'll tell you who Derek Jemba Jemba is after the podcast. Okay, yeah, I, I only know the one football yeah. reference, we'll te- and I learned it specifically for this. We'll teach you about the more obscure former Manchester United players after the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got one more match to talk about. Guys. We have got one more yeah. match to talk about. And as usual, we'll sort of caveat this with, it might not necessarily be the main event, because we, this doesn't always happen in the order that we read out the matches. Yep. But I think it's a pretty good chance it'll be the main event because it's for the championship. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, if there was going to be anything that could be a main event, it's going to be this. And it is your own match, Ian. I, I think every match is a main event. Yeah. Oh. Just like SummerSlam. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But this particular match is the infamous Ian Ambrose versus Emerson Jane. Now. What can we say about this match? It is wrestling versus sports entertainment. Yeah, pal, you love to see it. <laughs> you love to see it. Dancing gimmicks, pal. <laughs> Dancing gimmicks for days. I've been trying to get this match made into a two out of three falls match. First fall, pose down. <laughs> Second fall, arm wrestling match. Yes. Third fall, which we probably won't need, but a dance-off. Yeah, has to be. That's the feud ender right there. I mean, that's the feud ender right there. I mean, like, if if you can't end on a dance-off, what can you end on? Scully, do you prefer, like, sort of three count or, um, like, uh, a bit of Scotty too high? What was your favourite dance moves in wrestling? I liked, um, what was the German guy in WCW called? Oh, Alex Wright. Alex oh, Wright, yeah. yeah, I was a big fan of him. Uh, he was good. His dance moves, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> but I mean, but this, but this is the the interest. Zandig's a really good dancer too, but he never shows it off because it's you know he doesn't have time because he's too busy getting people mother effing bombs off the top of trucks. I mean, that's that is a, that is absolutely fair. But I mean, it's as we said on the podcast before: styles make fit. They do. And when you've got somebody who is pure wrestling technicality. And someone as unpredictable as yourself, Ian, that makes for an interesting clash in the very least. Well, I don't think you'd know what you're going to do half the time before you do it, observing you. So how's your opponent going to prepare for that? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. The enemy doesn't know what you're doing if you don't know what you're doing. That was my tactic for Taylor Wright. And I got my ass thing, thing, is, thing is, you've got to take into consideration that, yes, Emerson James wrestles all over the world, um, ranked, I think, 33. 
435 in the women's PWI. Uh, 150 last year. But she didn't win Scottish Wrestler of the Month. She didn't, and I won. I viral from the Keeler Centre match. Yeah. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ardler is my motherfucking house, yeah. right? Ian Ambrose, synonymous with Ardler. Um, yes, yes. The last time I returned didn't go all to plan because I was in there with Liston Ross, who's yeah. a big bad dude. But I did have Dicky Divers distracting me at ringside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fully focused. First City Wrestling heavyweight title on the line, you know, I've I've I've, I've experienced Ardler more than anyone on the First City Wrestling roster, and I think I'm going to use that home field advantage um, to get me the win. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the everyone in FCW, fair to say, is an Ian Ambrose guy. Mm-hmm. I am. You are Patrick. Yeah. Pretty much everyone in the Dundee Academy of Pro Wrestling yeah. is. Whether like, we study at the Tree of Ambrose, we study at the Tree of Ambrose. <laughs> like we like. This is how we learn. You always learn from the best, yeah. And like you are one of the best. I mean, I've seen I've seen wrestlers that can't even draw in their hometown, and you can go viral in a shopping center. You can have all eyes on you, realizing what you like, seeing everything that you can do and everything that you can bring to the table. Nothing that you do is ever alike, and I think that's one of the biggest clinchers in this. It's. I think, I think with, a, with a lot of the previous opponents that Emerson's had, you know, a lot of them are very good technical wrestlers. But when you've got a technical wrestler going up against a technical wrestler, you're going up with someone who's got the kind of same level of experience with you. She's not wrestled anyone like Ian before in FCW, to my knowledge. She's one of the matches with Taylor, Taylor correct me if I'm wrong, Taylor Bryden, mm-hmm. Zach Dynamite. Correct. And uh, most recently, Ronan King. I like Ronan King. He's fairly good sports entertainer. I mean, Ronan King is uh, is good, and I can maybe see that being the kind of warm up to yeah. this match. The kind of like trying to get into the mindset. He really reminds me of Logan Paul. He really does. Yeah, like I've said in the last podcast that I haven't seen him before, and you were trying to describe him to me. And when I saw him, I'm like, it's it's FCW's answer for Logan Paul, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like he's not maybe a million miles away from. Ian, but I'm, I'm, I'm FCW's answer to Mr. Beast. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, can you give away lots of money to us, please? No, but I, I can do like I can I, leave my finger on the plane for a really long time for some. I money. can like I can like I can do a, I can I do can, a version of Hunger Games. I can yeah. go in a swimming pool for twenty four hours. Scully games. Scully games. Oh, make it happen. I'm really good at Minecraft. Yeah. What about Football Manager? Yeah. Yeah. Too many buttons. Too many, fun, too many buttons. I mean, not enough hands. No. Well, w- w- once we once we eventually get oh. Scott Steiner oh. and Amma Johnson's arms, that's the ultimate manager. That's it. <laughs> he will bring Zlatan out of retirement. <laughs> will I still get my blue badge and free parking if I have a full body? Yeah, we'll we'll work we'll work out. Yeah, we can work out. I mean, like I, I think we'll get that and we'll renew your manager's license. I I, th- I think like I think you can probably still get a blue badge if you're like a Frankenstein. I just found out you have to pay for a TV license as well, so I might need not, to. No, no, it's the way around it, Scott. See if you don't watch the BBC or live TV, you're fine. It's uh, yeah, I mean, like, um, I, I don't know about you, but I 100% always pay my TV license on time. I don't want, I generally don't watch TV. Yeah. I've just got YouTube and, um... I mean, to be fair, that's... And the peacock and the fight and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, uh, that's right. I mean, like, most of my, most of my TV time is usually spent just catching up on Warhammer or on YouTube as oh, well. Oh, well, so, don't yeah. I know. <laughs> I, when's the next lecture? Uh, I... I'm not, you know, I'll, 
save I'll save it for the next episode of the okay, podcast. Right. I really like the story you wrote, Billy, about um how some ogre guy was like wanting to be friends with Billy. I like that article. And, hey, hey, no, that was not an ogre, that was an orc war boss yeah. called Gromthran Bone okay, right, Before you get too into this Okay, okay fair Yeah. 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 Don't end up like what happened with Tom last okay, time. Okay, don't want you battering Skelly. No, 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 that's that's fair. That's, I, I wasn't gonna, I, I wasn't gonna, I was just getting heated. It's you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. we talk about Warhammer. I know you're passionate about Warhammer. I'm very, I'm very passionate. Yeah. We're gonna make Zlatan Ibrahimovic a new fashion. <laughs> back to the back to the wrestling. We talked about how maybe I think you said a very good point that I hadn't actually thought about. Ronan King might have been a good warm up for somebody like Ambrose. Obviously, there is really nobody like yourself. But if you could have picked anyone to sort of get a wee taster. He might have been a good choice, and of course she picked up the win, just like she did against Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. So she's earned this match. She's beating, she's beating men, not only men, but men who are thought of very highly amongst across Scotland, like Zack Dynamite, men who are bigger, a lot bigger and stronger than her in Roland King. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Do I think she'll win? No, I think she's going to come up short because it's Ian Ambrose. I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't. I like. I, you're going to have to. You know yourself, you're going to have to. You know, go 100 percent, if not more, to get the job done. But you know. I mean, I'm not to think. I can say with the confidence of like, there's a reason why you have that belt. There's a reason why you won the SWN Wrestler of the Month. There's a reason why you went viral. You are the infamous Ian Ambrose. As two of your students, I think it's safe to say that we can recognise how good you are in every aspect of wrestling. Up the scum stuff. And don't get me wrong, we are complete. We are not blowing smoke up your ass. We're not like trying to like get. Higher in the car, like we're we're literally just stating facts at this point. You are one of the best in Scotland. You are, and that's undeniable for anyone to sort of say. If you have that championship, you're one of, if not the best wrestler in Scotland. It's like, do I think Emerson is going to put you through your paces? Yes. Do I think that she is going to put up a hell of a fight? Of course. Do I think that she's going to win? Not a chance. Do you think he's going to win, Scully? Well, since it's only us in the room right here, I'm going to tell you my plan. Okay. Okay. So I, I did this when we faced Ryan Griffin, and he had a team out, and it worked. We won that match in Queens and Dundee back in September uh, last year. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to walk up to her and be like, hey. And she's going to be like, hey, Scully. And I'm going to be like, yeah. You want a date? How about we do it this Saturday? And she'll be like, Okay. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I'll be like, well, meet me at the park. And then she's going to be like, okay. And then she's going to forget that she has a match. <laughs> and she's going to lose my count out. She'll be at the park going, oh, no, where's Scully? Maybe he doesn't love me anymore. And then uh, we're going to win my count out. Easy peasy. But then if she shows up and you get beat by a girl, I am going to bite you in the face, Scully. We'll talk about this after, okay? I mean, I mean, you just literally gave away your plan on a podcast. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so if anyone listening, can you not tell Emerson Jane my plan? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure the fans of this podcast will respect your I mean, what, what if Emerson Jane is listening? Forget ah. what you have heard, Emerson. Oh, this, it's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Scully wouldn't reveal his real plan. No. Like, head, like I don't know, maybe... Like fall on your head or something, and like try and forget this part of the podcast. If you have the men in black thing, just, yeah, you just know. Boom. yeah, just forget you forget it. But uh, what but were yeah. talking about? And what were we talking I about? Don't know. I, I but we've we've gone through the cards. We have went through our cards. So uh, as I said, this is all going to be taking place on the sixteenth of September. 
September at the Ardor Complex. Remember, you can get your tickets in advance from faircity.fcw.eventbrite.com. No, you can get there via the website. The website will take you there as well. Yep, you can get there via the website. You can also find everything on our socials, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Yep. Uh, but before we sign off, Ian, where can the people find you online? Um, at the infamous IA on Twitter and Instagram. And if you type in infamous Ian Ambrose on Facebook, you'll find me. Nice. Excellent. And Scully uh, is not allowed Twitter. He's not or X or whatever it's called no, now. He's, um, he's not allowed. Uh, he's not allowed to use Internet Explorer. Um, he's not allowed. To, he's, he's allowed uh, a Facebook, but that's it. But yeah. I have to like obviously. I think you mentioned Bebo before, didn't he? So he's yeah. still allowed to Bebo. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know how he's got Bebo, but uh, he's somehow got Bebo. Um. I also have a Reddit, and I have a. You can't see any of those other websites that you have. Why not? I want to make new friends. Scully, no. And ask me anything. I'm going to have a SoundCloud soon. It's going to be sick. It's going to be lit. (laughs) (laughs) And I will be tuning into that SoundCloud once that gets up and running. Uh, But for now, we are going to bid you adieu. I have been Duke Cannon. Uh, This has been Patrick Pesowski, Ian Ambrose. And Scully I'm and waving, you but, uh, have yeah, been, no oh, we're waving, uh, and you have all been fantastic. Thank you. I've been Scully. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of the Fair City Wrestling Podcast. Hopefully, we will see you on the 16th at the Ardor Complex, uh, and if not, hopefully, we'll just have you tuning into the next episode. So, happy trails, and uh, yeah. See you next time. See you next time. Right, Scully, tell Bitch. us the real plan. Bitch. <laughs> you're, really, you're really just getting your, your fill of all the uh, all the swear words there, aren't you? Everyone listening, you're a bitch. Listen I, to Scully. Does that include us? Yeah, you're a bitch. Why? Why? Why I'm talking about uh, dogs. Ah, okay. That's, okay, okay. that's, that's good. You don't need to bleep it now. I mean, we don't have to bleep that, yeah. It's just, it's just right. oh. <laughs> <laughs>